No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, as always, Sean Little, Field Level Edition. I got my guy in here. Ross Mack is in the building. My brother. The multifaceted, do it all (laughs) guy is in here. Rap, finance, he's a businessman, goes after what he wants to do, gets it done. Thank you for coming through, my G. Appreciate you. You already know. Of course, of course, man. man. This is a super dope vibe. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been talking to some folks about trying to do some different props for like the interviews Mm -hmm. but i think mike is a mainstay mike is culture and sports all day i mean the goat you know what i'm saying one of the greatest athletes of all time without a doubt but without a doubt yeah i'm gonna get some uh i'm gonna get some different stuff in here just so uh we got some versatility i should do some chicago legends type stuff yeah maybe a little uh we could definitely take Kyle Orton down. Yeah, we could take probably take, take Kyle Orton down yeah, right now. Actually, yeah, we don't need him behind you. Dude. I mean, we don't I know you that. got the we don't autograph. But we, we don't need that. Over here. Yes, <laughs> we get some '85 memorabilia in here. Yeah, some Walter, Super Bowl shuffle, Walter shit. Payton or something. I think he's decent. <laughs> um, you Cubs or Sox? Gee, I'm Northside kid, bro. So I'm Cubs all day. Yeah, I'm, it's always been that way. Well, so then you uh, got to get a little, little. Uh, Little uh, little something in here yeah, from that thing, a, from that run we had two yeah, years ago. No doubt, I got the little flag, the I terrible got the towel. I mean, yeah, we, not gee, terrible towel, but the towel. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get those. it in here. Yeah, I'm glad you're in here, bro. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. man. How you been? I know you got a lot of stuff cooking up. Always, we're bro, gonna I'm get into working. it. We're gonna talk about who Ross Mack is, the mm-hmm. Wall Street rapper. I think that is that makes you very unique. Oh, yeah. So I think people want to hear about that. We're gonna we're gonna get some insight on that. New projects coming up. Oh, yeah, a lot Why of you do what you do. The Drill Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's always in the mix. We're going to talk a little drink house. That's new. Yeah, yeah. That's a little vibe. I haven't been yet. I ain't got the what invite yet doing, either, man? but that's something. Come, bro. <laughs> that's big, something we can the, talk about later. It's the biggest vibe in the city of Chicago. There you go. And you could quote me on that. Yeah. That's on my auntie kids. <laughs> Say no more. All right. Ross Mack, first off, Southside kid. Believe it. You already know. Yeah, yeah. South Shore to be exact. Okay, yeah. Yeah. How would you describe yourself? Like, who is Ross Mack? It's always a tough question, but I always mm-hmm. lead the interview off with that because I think it could get some good insight into who I'm talking to. What's important to you? Describe yourself. Why do you do what you do? That's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. I mean... The best way to say who was Ross Mack is just a kid from the south side of Chicago that has um, never been stopped by any obstacles, only used that as just fuel to the fire. Um, being a kid, literally, you know, humble beginnings and making it to, um, you know, the epitome of what one would consider success. And that's just, you know, going to a great school, getting a great job while doing this, you know, you know, single mom, parent household type of vibe. Uh, making sure to stay away from all the negative vices at the time that so many of my peers would have, you know, fallen to. But for me, man, it was, you know, I was always, I'm what you call a, an anomaly in a sense of like I was a bad, I was the class clown I got straight A's. 
Right. And that's just a fact. Class clown, <laughs> and that got straight A's. It, yeah. it never makes sense. I was the one kid when I was in high school when everybody was talking about, oh, what college you get in? What college you get in? And you seen the 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 person that sat in the front, the biggest teacher's pet, mad because they, you know, got denied and had to go to this school and that. I was a kid that was fucking class clown. Nobody got more girls than me. Nobody, you know, like it was. Right. I was that guy, and I was talking shit in class and um, all type of Ivy League. Um, you know, all type of Ivy League acceptances and shit like that. And then, you know, the same when I was at school, had a ball at college, you know what I mean? Well, and, let's uh, get, just let's keep it 100. You Penn Wharton grad. Yeah, yeah, believe it. This is not, that's not no, that's nothing to, 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 to scoff at. You something, know something not, you know, not, not to be confused with Penn State. Yes. University no. of Pennsylvania. Believe that. Ivy League. Believe There's that. like six of them. It's eight, but I got you. <laughs> But it makes sense because nobody know the other ones outside of you know. Low key, I actually was talking about this recently. I didn't, I didn't realize Dartmouth was Ivy League until pretty recently. Yeah, the ones people don't be knowing is like Dartmouth and Brown and maybe Cornell. Yeah, Cornell. Yeah, yeah, upstate New York, obviously, all East Coast. You know, but that that in itself, I could talk to you about that whole angle of Mm -hmm. you and who the person you are now is. I could talk about. Going to going to Warden at the University of Pennsylvania Ivy League, mm-hmm. and then you sitting in front of me now. We're about to go talk about music touring. Mm-hmm. Your name has two S's on it. Stuff like that automatically gets associated with. It has a connotation to it. Yeah, and I will keep it one hundred. This, this is a hood clown that is a rapper. Yeah, and that's the case. And <laughs> hood clown as in creative, mm-hmm. fun. Very versatile. We're going to get into that, too, because I got some thoughts on that. (laughs) Very versatile. That's what I mean by hood clown. Mm -hmm. Can do a lot of different things, but when it's time to take care of business, this shit's getting done. Yeah, only way. That's the only way. You know what I mean? And that's how it's always been, though. Like, at the end of the day, you got to keep a – you can't be short-sighted and shit. And that's how I always was. Like, I can have fun, but at the end of the day, I'm knowing, even if I'm doing – if I was doing homework in the class before the class is due, like, I'm going to get this shit done. Like, you right. got to keep the long sight. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I'm trying to revolutionize the aspect of what cool is. And it's cool to be smart. I don't understand how any hip-hop in general, motherfuckers ain't – people are just now trying to act like, oh, all right, Jay-Z starting to drop gems. Okay, here's fo fo fo. Like, oh, now it's cool to be smart and invest. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that shit – that's – Life, like, the fuck is you talking about? Isn't that partly on us, though, for gassing these clowns, though? Because a, a, a lot of these not-smart clown rappers get so much attention that Facts. you don't have, like, smart isn't cool because yeah. more times than not, the smart cat is not getting that attention. Yeah, I mean, smart isn't cool right? by, by society's norms, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a cool motherfucker that just so happened to be smart, why not? Show that. You know yeah. what I mean? Why not brag on that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, even your your epitome of, like, your biggest superstars, they always brag about, oh, yeah, I dropped out of school or I was getting suspended or fuck this teacher. Teacher said I wasn't going to be shit. Obviously, you know, you were, you were a person that defied the odds, but right. realistically, you weren't supposed to do what you were supposed to do just off <laughs> sheer, sheer probability like right. you know what i mean so that's that's what it was i ain't gonna flex like i was a class clown like motherfucker might have kicked me out of class one day but like school shit come easy you know yeah. what i mean and so same in the in the real world like when we look at like 444 for example motherfuckers it took jay-z i mean fully what 45 now 
He old, yeah. right? And so 40, it took I him think a long like forty seven. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. so it's like it take him it take him to now to be like, Man, I feel like an idiot. I could have bought this motherfucking painting or I could have bought this crib and yeah. dumbo, this, that, and the third. And now I was like, Oh, so investing cool now. Like, yeah, motherfucker, what you think? Like like yeah. it's it's just, you know, there's room for both. Exactly. You can do you both can, things. Everything can literally co-mingle. You know what I mean? No At the doubt. end of the day, like you think of like the, the dopest, most successful rappers, they're not making their music off rap. You yeah. know, investments, Dre, Jay-Z. They money off that 50 stuff, Cent. Right. Like these mugs is making sound investments. But at the same token, it's like you never know who's behind the, their investments. But it doesn't matter. Like if you're able to build that network, you might as well go ahead and, and, and reap the rewards. Like Nas. Nas made Forbes this past year, bro. I don't think Nas put out no new music in like two, three years, bro. Bro, let's like, keep it one hundred. Like, Nas got Nas, a crazy dope investment team. Yeah, boy, probably made like fifty M's last year. It's like easy. the Hennessy's is there. He's the oh, that's small that. shit. Yeah, Bevel right. Hennessy, but he got right. like some other investments that people don't even know about. That's what a real bread at. Like you know, so oh, I could be a, I can be a person that get a check from Fashion Nova men or some old weak weak ass shit. Or you can be motherfucking investing in a. And a motherfucking private equity company that or venture capital fund. Yeah. That's what that's what he did. He had like some type of venture capital investment in some in some startups. Right. Boom. Like that's what that's the cool shit. You know, everybody now trying to get into it. A lot of motherfuckers hey, is getting the, finessed though. Be the <clears throat> real cool cat that on the other side, maybe off camera, you like on your shit. Oh, your yeah. shit is extremely tight. You know what I mean? Precisely. Yeah. So talk about when did you start rapping? Has it always been there? Or were you just like, you come, you know what, you know what you come off to me like is I have a little bit of this, but I don't think I, I'm as talented as I think I am. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things where this guy's rapping. Mm -hmm. This guy is a clown. I can, I'm gonna start rapping. Gee, I could do this shit instantly. This, yeah, like <laughs> nah, this dude is a clown. If he like, could do it, I know it. I can like, do it. I went and, uh, recently. I did some stand up. Oh, that's hard. And before I did it, I went and I was like, let me just go look at these cats. Like, let see. me go see what's really going on. How you do it? And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, these cats are up here? Nah, yeah. I'll be back next week. Like, that How'd was. You do though. That was. I did all right. That's decent. Yeah, that's I did all right. right I did all right. The nerves were real. Yeah. That was some nerve wracking shit. Yeah, but, no, that's real. Yeah. I can see that, bro. Like, it's one thing to be funny amongst your friends. Yeah. But, like, to be. Like funny and try to get like them impulsive laughs and like yeah, it it's was a, a different, different vibe. But that's that's dope. I commend that. Yeah, because that's yeah, something yeah. I don't think I've ever done. But I didn't mean to get yeah. too off topic on yeah, that. But, no, but that's dope. Is that kind of is? Do you have that in you? Like, give me give me the little background of like why you started rapping and then that transition from being full time Wall Street working in finance mm -hmm. to kind of breaking off and how did you balance that lifestyle? Because it's completely yeah. different. Well, for starters, bro, like. I think at the end of the day, like rap is part of, you know, black culture, you know, and we and we talk about lower to middle class like culture. Right. And so as a result, it was always used as a as a way of like, you know, whether you're just literally telling, you know, a, a way of positive expression. So people will, you know, talk about what's going on in their life, yada, yada. So I went to Whitney Young and we I think maybe like my junior senior, year, they put a studio in the school. Every kid was going in the studio. You know what I mean? If you yeah. could get in, right? And it's like um, people skipping class to go to the studio. And I think at the time when it really got going was like maybe my senior year. So you're a senior in high school. You run the school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember um, me and my boys were going there. We just started making songs. And this was the time nobody was making beats. You're literally going on. 
it wasn't no fucking like it might have been YouTube, but like you going on fucking LimeWire and saying um, Young Jeezy such and such instrumental, instrumental. Lil Boosie yeah. such and such instrumental, yeah. Down and Out, um, Kanye and you instrumental. Would be wild hot if you um, were looking for a track and you downloaded it for five hours and it bro, was instrumental. And it was some bullshit. <laughs> You be waiting Yo. for the for the lyrics to drop. You like, dog. Yes. It's an instrumental, bro. bro. They got you. I'm but, telling yeah. you. So I remember doing like down and out, zoom, man, diamonds on my diamonds on my chain. Like all type of just dope, whatever was trending at the time. Yeah, dope ass instrumentals at the time. And so we going in there and we making music, whether it's lunch break or people skipping classes or whatever. And the funniest story, bro, is like my senior year, bro. We in there, dog, and um. We recording and this kid come in there like, hey, man, what's up, guys? You know, could I, you know, you guys, could I, would y'all mind if I get in? Right. And motherfuckers look like I want the person like everybody. He was like, he was like, a, he was like a sophomore or something. Like a sophomore or freshman at the yeah. time. And everybody like, well, get your ass out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, wait till we done. Right. And come out. That's Vic Mensa, bro. That's a hilarious story. Yeah. So, so some of the homies kick Vince out the studio, man. Now that look. is funny. That Vic up on my yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so man, after that, bro, I always was making music. So I started making music in high school. Even in college, I was making music literally on that type of laptop. Got headphones on and you on fucking garage band. Same thing, finding instrumentals. Yeah. And it was just always something I was doing. You know what I mean? My brother's in music. He a songwriter. Um, and like one day, once I started like working, I'm like, man, let me make, let me make some music. Cause at this time I got, I'm throwing parties. So mm. it's like, bro, if I'm able to get 500 plus people, you know, if I'm able to get 500 people in one building, might as well try to give them something to, to walk away with. Cause if you a fan, if you a fan, uh, uh, the, the movement I got behind me on the party shit, then you're going to fuck with something if I could get creative with it. Right. And so I remember putting out a song, um, a couple years back and motherfuckers was fucking with it. Like heavy, you know what yeah. I mean? It got like about a quarter million or like two hundred thousand players on SoundCloud. So it was like, all right, now it's time to you know keep fucking okay, with. This it. Is, yeah, but like, this this the time <clears throat> when I was in the 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 thick of things in my finance career. Like, you know, I was you know the youngest person or the second to youngest person on the desk. You know what I mean? I'm I'm out here. Neville had facial hair. You know what I mean? First black dude on this desk. I was at Morgan Stanley at the time. So I'm like, bro, I am not finna. Let these motherfuckers know I am a typical black guy. Right. <laughs> I'm talking different. My vernacular different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm right. talking real shit. So the the aspect of people knowing that I'm a rapper, that's different. So it's like, okay, let me find a name that ain't going to connect back to me too hard. But more importantly, it's like, okay, <clears throat> if I have friends that are on Facebook, you know, oh, shit, maybe I need to get on this new shit, Instagram. All right, now let me use that. Because I didn't get Twitter and Instagram late in the game. Yeah. You know, I was one of the people that was like, I like to be private. You don't need yeah, to be what's going you on. Know you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no doubt. And so that's. But, so, like, I want to talk more about that. So, talk to me about balancing. And I'm a little versed in that different. Yeah. I don't want to say. Because working at CBS, it's kind of like the same type of thing, right? Like, you. You just don't want people to know what you're doing. Like, yeah. this is me at work. That's it. That's, That's all you yeah, need to know. It's all you need to know, right? And it's, it's so challenging, bro, because every Monday, everybody had the same bullshit conversation. And I don't care where you at in the world, bro. If you're a person, and I like to call a sophisticated ratchet. And so if you're a smart individual, <laughs> yeah. straight up, bro, if you're a yeah. smart individual and you're working in a, in a predominantly white corporate world, to a degree, you 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 kind of 
you know, you kind of like got the white face or whatever you want to call it, where it's like you're literally talking different than you would on the on the weekend, you know, or I'm sorry, not white face, I'm gonna call it flat out cold switching. So every yeah. day you come in, cold yeah, right. and yeah. it's like literally, it's literally like, oh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good, you know, just hung with some friends. That's, that's, it. It. that's it. Keep it real quick. You know what I mean? Water cooler shit. Oh, how was yeah. the weekend? Cool. Oh, it was great, man. Oh, I just went to exactly quick sports, <laughs> sports, hung with friends, and I'm out of there. Yeah, quick. You're never gonna know. I just threw a motherfucking party that had a thousand people there. You never gonna know. I oh, just I just drove my up. grill out right before I walked in this month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I remember going out. Literally, I remember work going to work one day. And I holler at my brother, he like, bro, we at the jewelry store. This is in New York. I'm, yeah. I come in in a suit. Yo, fit me for a grill. Like it's yeah. so you never gonna know the double lives we live. And because of that, it's like every person, any that got any element of sophisticated ratchet, they code switch to a degree. And more importantly, it's like they almost are guarding. They like they guarding their their real life. Would you say <laughs> it's a time limit on that though? Like there's only so many weekends you can come in on Monday and be like, hey, Bobby. Yeah, I do, and and that that's the funny thing. I think thing. it's a little different when you have like a family and kids are supporting. But I think when you're like young, not yeah. married like us, I think it's there's a time limit on where it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, because when not I really me, yeah, when I was young, when I was fresh out into the corporate finance world, motherfucker wasn't gonna know nothing. I seldomly curse, and the way I curse was I curse the way everybody around me curse, yeah. like a forty year old white man curse. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, that's that's bullshit, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like different type of levels of code switching. And to your point, it's like, is there a time limit? It's like after a while, once you try to navigate th this world, it's like, okay, wait, I could actually, you know, maybe this isn't me or, or actually, fuck it, let me just be myself. And it's not until you get a little older and more comfortable and you understand. Because I remember, bro, my first two years of work, like I'm never taking off vacation, no sick days. You know what I mean? It's like... Cause you're you're submerged in this you're new culture, in. yeah. And then it's like, okay, you're not gonna know I did this. You're not gonna know that I literally just went down to Atlantic City from New York for fucking two nights. You know what I mean? Friday night, Saturday yeah. night. So what you do is we all just hung with friends. Like you're not gonna know that. Or you're not gonna know. Oh, I just literally opened up for X Y Z artists. Yeah, you're not gonna know that yet. You know what I mean? And when I was working here, it's like, oh. Shit, I just I'm literally driving into work or in the Uber on the way to work and I hear my my song on the radio. It's like, oh shit. You know what I mean? It's like Yeah. Then it's like, okay, fuck it. Yo, I was just on the radio. This like now it's like fuck it. Let me let well, you Well, you know. start to not care too much. Yeah, fuck it. Because then it's like this is just what it is. Yeah, like, you have to wake up and say fuck it. No doubt. All right. You had this new little skit that just dropped. What was that promoting? I'm about to play it right now. No. What is that promoting? So I got this new song about to come out next week. Um, called Designer Freak. Uh, it's a dope-ass solid concept where you just literally, you know, if you a fashion, you know, a fashionable person and you like designer shit, you know, not, you know, labels, you know, it's just one of those things. And so the thing about me as an artist is I always try to do the opposite of what you expect, right? So yeah. if you think I'm talking like if I'm a designer freak and I like every name you're talking about, any label you could think of, you go on Barney's and you go to the fucking fifth floor, everything. Like, I'm literally trying to do the complete opposite. So for this one, I'm literally talking about in my closet, I got all real shit. But the thing for me is, like, I love funny. 
Like yeah. that's who I am. Like I'm my like all my shit. I damn me and my homies. Like bro, you got to be the Martin of the music. Like you just got to take on different roles, different characters. So I got all types like of that. characters. Um, but for this, it's like bro, let me do the opposite. So for this, rather than me going and doing the mundane shit and chopping. Because I thought about that. I was going to go to yeah. Bergdorf Goodman and shop and like videotape this. I'm like, bro, that shit corny as fuck. Right. Let me actually go down to Canal Street, yep. pay one of these vendors that are selling all knockoff shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. so for Canal Street to Chicago people is, is literally downtown New York where um, there this is... is Man, it's no comparison. It's yeah, crazy down there. Yeah, you, like so. I'm trying to even put it in. Like it's like Soho is right there, right? Yeah. And then you walk about a block, and you you're in Soho, and then all of a sudden you're like going to catch the train. You hit Canal, and it's, and it's Asian market. You everything. It's everyone's hustling. You have Africans, Africans and everything. Asians hustling. Every knockoff that you could think of, Gucci, Louis Prada, any designer, um, and they fucking are selling it either on stands. Um, or depending on they used to have storefronts. Yeah. This is years ago, like yeah. over a decade ago. Yeah, so they've been cracking down on it. But more importantly, it's like these people are. Well, I'm never knocking nobody hustle because at the end of the day, the majority of this shit is being manufactured in China. Yeah. The only difference in only difference is, um, you know, oh, I'm Gucci and I contracted this worker. Um, so yeah. this shit is going to be $500 and that worker is actually like, okay, you're paying me how much? Okay. Let me make this exact same shit. I know this exact same pattern. I know all the intellectual property. Yeah. I'm going to make the same shit and sell it for more than what you're paying me for. And so, yeah, so I go down there, bro. I'm like, you know what? Let me fucking be a peddler. I pay somebody a couple dollars. Like, bro, let me pay you not to buy nothing, but literally to shoot five minutes tops yeah. worth of some shit. And that's kind of what you it. got. Ross Mack, designer freak coming out next week. This is great. Nah, I know what you think. Is this nigga out here paddling? Here come bro ass again. Always coming over here when this block dry, bro. Go on to your block, bro. Anyways, back to talking to baby girl. Oh yeah, no, these do make you look just like Naomi Campbell. Oh yeah, I'ma tell her anything for the finesse. Cause you got a nice little angle to it that might come right over the cheekbones. Cheekbones are going to be accentuated right now. Oh, purses? Oh, yeah. I know that's a knockoff. I got those, too. Little do she know. I'm a hustler, baby. And let me just go ahead and tell her some shit that's just not true. I love your hair. Yeah, I know. Quick snippet, man. You know, but name the song Designer Freak. Um, yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. That was a great is, idea. If you can't get a person to smile no more, like music, you gotta, you gotta get some laughter in. You know what I mean? Like, and so for me, it's like all my videos have to be some element of that, some element of funny. You know what I mean? The, the video before that, I was working at Harold's Chicken. Yeah. You know, I was a guy that was working at the, you know, at, at a Harold's Chicken. Literally, my auntie owned a Harold, so I'm behind the glass. You know, I'm, I quit the job and now I'm going to go live this little lavish life. Yeah. Video for that, I, I dressed up literally as an old horny man. Like, it's just different it's characters versatility. that you have to take on. Yeah. But it's like, I, I look at art as um, you got to, there's so many elements of the art, but it's like you got to respect everything of the craft from the artwork to the visuals to the actual composition of the music. So for me, it's like, bro, if I, if I, if I'm asking you, if I'm asking you to lend me your ear rather than go listen to any trending artist right now, any Migos, any Drake, 
um, any Kanye, any Jay, whatever it is. If you're literally, if I'm asking you to take time from listening to that new project to listen to me, I got to get, I get, got to be worth the while. Yeah. So the music got to be dope, and the visuals, everything got to be creative. Yeah, I think that comedic element is that's a different thing that people aren't doing. I like it. Yeah. I'm rocking with it. Um, let's talk about the hip hop game, and then yeah. we're gonna kind of transition into your new music, your stuff mm-hmm. coming up, and all that. How do you feel about the state of hip hop right now? I wrote down a couple things. I got free for all, gimmicky. Like, give me your thoughts on the game right now, and just like the state of rap. It's interesting. Uh, I'm not a I'm not an artist that will ever get mad at the trend because you'll find yourself getting into the same spot that Blockbuster was when Netflix came out. Yeah. It's like you could get stuck in your ways or you can adapt to it, right? And so what I do, and that's just kind of my background in finance, is like at the end of the day, you got to learn from the past. And more importantly, you got to, you you got to like, you got to like, you got to learn from the past and expect from the future. So you got to learn and you got to just try to extrapolate and guess what is even going to be more kind popular. Of where the vibe is going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's like you, you literally just got to map the shit out. It's like, okay, if this is what people are fucking with now, what are they going to fuck with in five months? And that's what my mind always is, right? And so you're just learning from the trends. Yeah. It's like, okay, music getting a little shorter. Okay, this is what people are talking about. But you see a few, a few people that are still able to remain themselves rather than, you know, um, rather than actually falling and doing what the the norm is right now, right? Like yeah. the the aspect of the SoundCloud or the mumble rapper, mumble rap. It's like, do you get mad at that, or do you learn from it and see how exactly you could put your own spin on it, and not only get a listener that enjoys that type of shit, but also simultaneously, you know, get the fans that were still fucking with, you know, Kendrick. You know, it's a it's right. a way of balancing and leveraging and literally stealing fans from both avenues. Because I think Valet is a perfect example of he kind of just sat down and I've heard from interviews of him going over stuff is how am I going to attack this? Yeah. Like I could come out and rap like the rest of these cats, but I don't know if that's going to crack through whatever. Mm-hmm. And he kind of went about it. And now he was so ahead of mm-hmm. what he what like how he's rapping and his flow was kind of so ahead of what was out now he he's yeah. kind of taking off and doing his thing but you definitely got to look yeah. and learn and i think that's a lot of people's downfall is they're like why are people listening to this mumble rap how is this blowing exactly. up where's the lyrics this isn't rap how is this the new age hip-hop and instead of that listen to the like listen to the kids to say what kanye would mm-hmm. this is what it is people are yeah, enjoying this take what you, you can learn from get it, mad and, at it. You got to literally understand that it's music is technology. You got to look at it the same way. Like at the end of the day, they're going to continue to be technological advances. They're going to be musical advancements. You know what I mean? Sure, we're going to always like, you know, some antique things. You know, oh my, oh my God, you got old school. This I'll take this old school Corvette over this new school XYZ any day because this, that, and the third. I get that. So people are going to be like, yo, I like this type of hip hop. You know, those are the people, you know, are that are antique, so to speak. But you got to be able to say, you know what, let me motherfucking adapt and put my own spin on it. And that's just what it is. Like, you got to adapt. Technology is the same way. And so music the same way. Yeah. Where do you feel like Ross Mack fits into that kind of the game? Like, where where would you say your your rap and your style and your flow, where does that fit in? Mm -hmm. I would say, bro, like, that's a great question. 
It's a I tough be, question. I'm going to put you on the spot, no, but no, it's that's like a good question. Give bro. me your like, how you? Where do you feel like you fit in at? Like, where, where does where? What's your lane? You know what I mean, bro? My lane is <clears throat> it's for that motherfucker that's like that likes to. It's for that person that kind of likes to have fun and think outside the box, right? The person that that is cool with saying I'm smart. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying I'm a conscious rapper. I talk about my real life shit. You know, I'm I'm still going to talk about girls because girls like me. I'm still going to flex a little bit because I put in that hard work. But I, the, the, the element of how I flex is what I literally deem to be cool. Like, if I got a rollie on my wrist, which I do, you know, but the reason <laughs> I do, right. the reason I do is not like, oh, I'm this biggest drug dealer. Like, nah, like... <clears throat> I was fucking 22 years old making six figures like and so for me the say the way I did that was like my element of bragging because at the end of the day music is braggadocious at the end of the day even J. Cole Kendrick we all are going to be braggadocious about something right and it's really what you boil down to what are you bragging about right and for me it's like I love the aspect of saying I'm investing. I love the aspect of saying, you know, I, I attack stocks like a drug dealer would. You know what I mean? Like I buy low, sell it high. You know, I, I flip in stocks like a drug dealer would flip, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it's like, it's literally, it's literally saying, taking, taking things that is familiar with how I grew up and like the, the type of person that would come from like a, you know, a middle class family and they understand certain elements. They understand people selling drugs. They understand this, that, and the third. But that person that went to school and now it's like, oh shit, now I got a completely different, you know, uh, I had a com whole different way of thinking about shit, right? A whole new perspective. So for me, the music is just a good way of expressing my whole life. You know what I mean? It's like literally, I'm going I'm always going to talk my shit, but the shit I I brag about, no other rapper's ever bragged about. No other rapper talk about, "Oh, I just invested in Airbnb right now." Like how do you do that? Like Airbnb not even a public company. Nah, I know motherfuckers who now we got, you know, a, a private secondary market and I'm calling them like People ain't doing that, and people can't brag about that. But they can't brag like, "Oh yeah, I just got these new Yeezys. Oh, I just, right. I just bought a pound of weed." Like, all right, that's cool. But you can't say, you know, what I, I think mean? it's important to show kids and young kids that you could literally, you could do both. Facts. You could go get big grades, go to a big time school, have that's your big fun, and still be cool. grind and still, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like that's what I try to come out. I with. literally want to. Change the whole. You notion. can say pass the henny, and, and I just invested in Airbnb in the same bar. In like the that's same cool. breath, bro. I can literally be talking about I'm gonna take someone's girlfriend, while simultaneously saying, "Wait, hold on, baby, don't don't move. Let me check my e trade. All right, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Let me <laughs> let, let me see what's going on. Real quick. You know, right. let me see what's going on. Like, hold on, baby, I know. Just wait a second. You know, it's the market is open in Europe and in China right now. Let me check my money over there for we. You know what I mean? It's like I think like, it's unprecedented, low key. I mean, I, that's what that, I mean. At the end of the day, the only way you're gonna break through music is you gotta have something that's unique, angle, right? And yeah. that's that's what's unique about me. You know, I'm always talking my shit. You know what I mean? But the shit I'm talking about, motherfucker can't talk about that, bro. And that's that's the one thing that I like and I love. And, you know, my team is, you know, we starting to gain way more traction, you know, and it's just based off that, you know, that element of just being real. You know what I mean? A lot of motherfuckers yeah. be lying. And it's like, I get that. You know, if lying yeah. got you that far, shit, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, you know, after a while, like, that shit going to fade away. You know yeah. what I mean? Ten years from now, 
it's like, is, is this shit gonna be timeless? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like some elements when you, you know the, you know when everybody be like, oh, that person a one hit wonder, and you look back like, okay, that person really did fall off. And it's like because the motherfuckers rode a wave at the time, and they weren't true to themselves. Authentic. Yeah, authenticity they always the gonna be. And so like, and I fuck with Valet. Valet, he keep everything a buck. Like he, 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 like. So we'll talk about the parties and shit, but yeah. like I've had a late perform at several of my drills. Yeah. Um, he did drills in Chicago and at South by Southwest. It's yeah. the homie. You know what I mean? And so, you know, he'd be giving good advice. Like, bro, at the end of the day, motherfuckers listen to beats right now. If the beat ain't like hot, that. if the beat, ain't, the beat shit. ain't hot, you know what I mean? And that's really the reality. So it's like, okay, do I got a radio sound and beat? That's okay. Like I like that's what people be listening to shit. Okay, can I nod my head? Mo are people listening to lyrics? No. Yeah, interesting. People are listening to the hooks. So it's like, okay. And that's how you like, it's like, I learned, like, I keep, I keep, I stay true and authentic to myself, but it's like, I have to also move within the framework that is being created. So it's like, you know, so my shit gonna be authentic, but it's gonna make, it's gonna literally be some sophisticated ratchet turn up shit. Like, yeah. literally like trap funk. Like, yeah. that's like, I got different pockets of music. I got Southside music. Southside Ross and Wall Street Ross. It's like, you know, it's just different elements. I got shit for the Fifi's too. Yeah, I think um, I'm a I'm a Gary V guy. I'm not a super crazy, yeah. crazy dude, but I listen to him. I think he has some good insight on he a lot of topics. Does. And one of the things that I think is really interesting that I think a lot of artists and creatives have a hard time doing is he makes the point where he's, you need to start, making things that the people want not so much what you think the people want like mm -hmm. or like you're gonna do you kind of stand in your own like if you want to be a mega basically he's saying if you want to be a mega star and do your thing you can stay true to yourself but you got to listen to the streets and yeah. how they're how they're receiving music mm -hmm. how they're listening to it how they're going about it or and 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 then put that into your creative process mm -hmm. or it's gonna fall upon deaf ears so, that's facts so yeah. it's like some people I I I I I would say I agree and disagree with it only okay, because yeah. it's like it's like <clears throat> if you're a person that's saying I want to make something that I believe that people are gonna want, that's literally like I'm trying to get ahead of the curve, right? And so if you ask yourself like T Pain when T Pain first came out, it was like bro, what the fuck is this auto tune yeah. shit? Even Jay Z like bro, deaf auto tune. This shit mad corny. Now there's not one artist not that one. don't have auto-tune. Yeah. And anything, right. bro, your favorite rapper got auto-tune somewhere. Yes. Whether it's in they hook, in they bars, or in they fucking ad-libs, in they doubles, in they ins and outs. Whole careers Everybody. are auto-tune, yeah. Exactly. And so it's Tory interesting. Lanes and the, it's, yeah, all them guys. All of them, yay. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. Travis Scott, like literally oh, yeah, all the Migos. So it's like, it's interesting. So to that point, like Gary Vee might have been real because... You know, T-Pain was like, man, I'm going to get the people what I think they need. There you go. And so, nothing to knock T-Pain. The motherfucker, get, he came in the right time in the sense of, like, he was able to make money off ringtones. T-Pain made a shit ton of money off ringtones. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when it came to the music, Jay-Z damn near tried to ruin his whole career, bro. Jay-Z a bully for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't mad at it because it's like, yo, at that time, motherfucker's like, yo, fuck that. But Jay-Z is a person that... that is so powerful that he is able to make you say, rather than me getting people what they what they want right now, I'm gonna tell y'all what y'all need. That's yeah. what came with the four 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 shit. So I agree with Gary V to a degree, right? If you're a person that's trying to get on, it's like let me learn what's going on, what's working, and let me you know adapt to that right now. But 
there's some people that are so powerful, they're going to be trendsetters. Yeah. And that's kind of what a person's like, yo, let me give them what I think they need. Yeah. Let's talk about this new Ross Mack project. Oh, yeah. We got we got several projects, man. Yeah. Um, a uh, project called Gordon Gecko gonna be coming out soon, man. <laughs> yeah. Gordon Gecko, for you don't know, is literally Gordon Gecko to me, for a motherfucker that worked on Wall Street, is equivalent to Scarface to a drug dealer. Right. He's just a fucking goat, right? Like any motherfucker you know that was. If you haven't seen Wall Street the movie, yeah, man. You Gordon need Gecko to go. As a you need to go menace, watch that bro. ASAP right now. There's a couple films that you need to have seen. Scarface is one of them. Yeah. Wall Street. It's definitely one of them. So, Gordon Gecko, the Michael Jordan of this shit. You know what I mean? He was the Scarface of this shit. Yeah. Al Pacino, like, you know what I mean? So, it was just a vibe. So, so, uh, um, that's going to be coming out soon. I also am in the process of putting some shit together. Um, Pure cuffing season vibes, bro. Yeah. You know, I think we're getting away from that. You know, um, just the pure some interesting. Shit, some shit like where the I'm pure. Wait, I'm even on some auto tune shit. You yeah. know what I mean? While I'm talking to the females, bro. Women ain't been being serenaded no more, you know. Motherfuckers Dude. ain't fucking girls to know music no more. Yo, this is very interesting. That's a great that's girls a great is getting point. fucked to Takashi 69. Yeah. That can't happen no more. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> facts. You know what I mean? I remember playlists. Interesting. A uh, fucking Avant and fucking Usher and The Dream. You know what I mean? So yeah. ain't I'm not an R and B artist, but you know, with the auto tune on, boys got a little be done. Yeah, and so you know I, <laughs> but no, nah, it's some dope shit, bro. Where it's gonna you know, I'm gonna put that out real, real soon. You know, just finishing up getting a couple of masters done, mixes and masters done and that's gonna be something that I can't wait to give out because okay. you know, boys is gonna get back to fucking their girls to Ross Mackey. They're gonna be confused. <laughs> like, wait, I'm partying to this motherfucker. Yeah. He on the radio now. I'm out here fucking these joints to him. I'm fucking with it. Just like that, ladies. It's for you though. Instantly. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. What we talking like next couple of weeks, next month? I want to get that out before the year's out. Okay. So Word. We got a month and a half. We got some time. Yeah. Um, you know, you got it's getting cold. It's cuffing season. You know no what doubt. I mean? Netflix and drill season. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Perfect know? segue into the drill. Believe that. Pull this up for me, Aaron. Arrow. Tomorrow. The biggest fucking thing smoking, man. November sixteenth. Promontory. If you yeah. haven't been to a drill, you need to make sure you show up. Yeah, the drill is uh I got it. It's it, it, it's something that's very unique, something very special. Me and one of my best friends in the world put this thing together. We first started when we was at college together, then we lived together. Just started throwing parties in our fucking crib. You know what I yeah. mean? We didn't get kicked out cribs because of you know what I mean? You have a hundred plus motherfuckers in the crib, it's like, yo, this and that's how I started, you know, we, right. after we have literally over 150 motherfuckers in the crib, it's like, yo, we need to find a spot. I think the different thing about the drill parties that I've been to is you're never going to fully get away from all this, but it's just come have fun. Oh, yeah. The music's loud. Yeah. It's not a lot of that homie standing around, not doing yeah. nothing. Everybody's chopping it up with everybody. Everybody's having fun. Yeah. Everybody's turning up. It's a good vibe in there. That's what yeah. I would say about the, it. The thing about the drill is literally, like, we talk about this shit. So the reason we did the drill was, imagine, you know, being 22, 23 in New York, bro, and motherfuckers ain't got nothing to do. Uh, or better yet, put it like this. Imagine being 22, 23 years old, and for Monday through Friday, you're code switching. Right. 
the entire time you cold switching Monday through Friday. And it's not until Friday night and Saturday. From Friday night to Sunday night the beast. is when you can literally say, oh, yeah, <laughs> let me let me shake loose. And it's, let me get up that right, right. That's what the drill is, bro. The drill is literally where sophisticated ratchet motherfuckers come together. Where it's like, yo, I ain't got to literally cold switch. I could just be myself. You're going to yeah. have some fucking turned up shit. And literally, like, tomorrow, it'll be 600 motherfuckers there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we throw these parties everywhere, bro. The Drill is a name where, you know, it's literally synonymous with just having the best time possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? We throw them New York, New York, D.C., Philly, Atlanta, yeah. Miami, Chicago, and L.A. You know, we got to make a move to Canada, Toronto to be exact soon. I've never been. Um, I... Yeah, I don't. I think I've been to Montreal or some shit. I can't Montreal's remember. Montreal's dope. I went on tour. I don't even remember where the fuck it was. At, to be honest, <laughs> it was somewhere in Canada. Yeah, and the tour bus got stopped at the uh, at, at the, the border. <laughs> bro, they found, a little frisky. They found they found like a fucking like a blunt or something, and them motherfuckers went on a bus, held us down, bro. It was the longest thing. So if yeah. you ever going into Canada, be cool. It's best to fly. But if you ever driving into Canada, bro, there's tree over there for you. It's definitely just I think get the shit there. legal there. Right. So just get Man, there first. So boys were sitting there tweaking, but that is yeah. what it is. New Ross Mac coming soon. Be yeah. on the lookout. The drill is tomorrow. The promontory. What yeah. time should motherfuckers actually get there? So, bro, it's from 10 to 2. Don't give me no. It's free. Don't give me no promo shit. It's free. To 11. Yes. And as you know, anytime something is free before a certain time, everyone wants to come yeah. within 20 minutes Man, before right. that they time. So people are going to get there at 1040. 50. What I will tell you is at 1040, there will be 200 people in line. Yeah. And as a result, all those people won't get in. Then they're going to be mad. Yo, I was here at 1030 or right, 1045. Right. And it's like, yo. So I say that to say, you'll be on the list, brother. You know, yeah, so you just, pull up. Yeah. you just pull up when you want, bro. But it's going to be, you know, in a... The best part is obviously I'm hosting it. Yeah. Um, you performing? I, there's never been a drill that I don't perform it. Okay, bet you that. know, and that's just something that um, is one of the things that I, I not and I think at the end of the day, I think people that are starting to come to drills understand that, and I hope it's some people be looking for. So, all right, let me see what Ross got. Because at the end of the day, I'm performing either something you know or some new shit. You right. know what I mean? So like designer freak, I'm gonna perform that. Yeah. Might perform Fago. You know, pull up to the spotlight. That's my ooh, shit. Ooh. <laughs> you have to do the thumb like, fuck it Ooh, yeah yeah <laughs> oh god hey but man yeah. i appreciate you coming through bro this was oh, a yeah. blast my dog and then bro. lastly yeah 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 we got, we got drink house yes oh i forgot and, about that yeah, oh yeah. it's all good oh, we ain't got and, no time limit we can we can oh, jump right man. back to it so yeah. me and me and some of my homies i grew up with the funniest part about it up, man. the funniest part about it is we all literally came from promoter yeah. backgrounds yeah so Coming from a promoter background, it's like there's a certain point that you, you know, talk to, you know, businesses and say, hey, you know, I want to throw an event here. And they, oh, okay, well, if you promise to bring these amount of people and they spend this much at the bar, yada, yada, yada. And then it's like the natural trans like transition. Um, it's like, shit, let me level up and let me get my own spot. My spot yeah. And so, man, it is it is literally something that I'm very proud of. Me and my buddies have really put a lot of work into it, but it's literally We've we've bought something that does not exist at all, um, this entire concept. And yeah. it's just literally a pure supper club where you can pull up at 10 p.m. Um, or you can pull up at 11 p.m. on a weekend and there's fucking bottle service and there's legitimately gourmet food being cooked. And, uh, you know, you got 
dope live music and beautiful people just having fun and great drinks, right? And it's something that, for me, it's from my time living in New York. It's like, that's what Harlem was. Like, a lot of motherfuckers that live... Get together, break bread, have fun. It's all... Yeah, it's, it's all like, the... it's dope to literally be having a deep fried lobster tail and bottle service simultaneously. It's just a different vibe. And it's like, you know, 820 West Jackson. You yeah, got to come fuck with course, the kid. Yeah, I got to um, come through soon. Yeah, yeah Jackson and Halston, West Loop, Greek Town to be exact. Um, and it's just a pure dope vibe, man. Uh, we do Saturdays and Sundays, um, brunch, bottomless mimosas, crab legs, you know, the whole nine. Can we talk about this real quick since we're talking about Drink House? Was it 8 West Jackson? 820 West 820 Jackson. 820 yeah, West yeah. Jackson, West Loop. Make sure you go check it out. I want to talk about this. I don't know if anyone's talking about this because I haven't read anything. I ain't even seen anything on Twitter. Black people are brunching more than white people, bro. I'm telling you. Brunching no one's real. even mentioned this. Yeah. Black folks are brunching crazy. Yeah, brunching is, br I'm going to tell you, brunching is real powerful now. Yeah. Um. You know, they're not in a lot of, there's like fucking four or five black owned spots that people really are going to go to in a certain yeah. like geographic region, right? Um. And for for Chicago, Fremont used to have the most crack in his brunch. Yeah, no, yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But yeah. that brunch like seventy five dollars. Right. Our shit thirty five dollars. Right. Motherfuckers is coming there and teeing up. See, you, we got you know perfect type of DJ music. Like we got you know mixes or whatever it is. We don't yeah. have DJs on the weekends and all that type of shit. But like the the element, like you saying, bro, black people is fucking with brunching, brunch, bro. Man, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like. No code switching. I'm coming in, eating, and having a great time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like nothing wrong with getting drunk at at 2 p.m. and at 12 p.m. at noon. It's like yeah. I go home. I'm ready for work now. Like I've literally yeah. had a phenomenal. It's the perfect way to wind down my weekend on Sundays or to fucking kick off my weekend on Saturdays. Brunching oh, is heavy, man. Good food, good vibes. More importantly, bottomless mimosas, man. Motherfuckers got to come on there. We let our people know, our servers and our bus boys, do not let these cups, you know, go dry. Let right. it run us over. Right. And we drinking good. We eating Pull good. Pull up one we more time. Fun, Aaron, this is the website. Yeah, man. Make sure you check them out. Believe it's it. a vibe. I'm oh, going to have to go. To, I'm going to have to. We should organize a little something. Even bro, if we got to go, man. Listen, organize something and stop it's, through It's there. a vibe, bro. I'd rather Literally, give my money to y'all than to someone else. Literally, like I can't that. say that, bro. Like, Literally, you walk in, bro, you see beautiful women, bottle service, and you see good Creole food. I'm sorry, the cuisine is Creole food, yeah. man. We got Cajun, um, you know, Cajun, you know, Alfredo pasta, deep fried Cajun lobster tails, you know, there that you fried, there we go, po' boys, um, you name it, shrimp and grits, chicken and waffles. It's, it's just, just a completely, completely different vibe. There you go. And the bottles are actually too reasonable. Yeah, they're very reasonable. It's marketing, though. We need to go up on the prices, bro. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, man. The multifaceted oh, yeah. Wall Street rapper, Ross Mack. Take what I mean. The reason I wanted to bring Ross in here is just to give you that versatility that, yo, you can be on your shit, on your finances, on all that. And clown around, rap, do your thing, be yourself. Fact. Stay on your shit, and it all uh, you could you could do it all, bro. I much appreciate you having me. Hey man, this dog, my dog Shine, we we are very similar in the yeah. sense of uh, you know being 
um, people that come from a corporate background, but but in additionally, in addition to that, respect the arts, respect the crafts, and have much more to offer than just you know what the corporate world was. And um, you know nothing wrong with the corporate. You know what I mean? I, I loved it, and I still love it because we still do things in that realm. But like to be a creative, you, you can't you 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 can't put anything. Nothing, nothing, you can't take anything away from a creative person. You got to let that person literally branch out and do multiple things. And that's why me and this guy came together. We got mutual friends. So yes, I appreciate sir. Ross Mack, make sure you check Bro. him out everywhere. Follow him at I'm Ross Mack on Instagram, Twitter, the whole Bro. nine. Make sure you check him out. Drink House, new music on the way for Ross Mack. I'm your host, Sean Little. No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. Whoa.